Hi, and welcome to the Ask My Mom podcast, a podcast for young adults about all the things we didn't learn in school. Here to share her knowledge with our generation is my mom, Jen Exer, and accredited financial counselor, Jennifer. If you learned something on today's episode or simply enjoy the pod, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to it. To get in touch with us, you can submit your questions via email to askmymompod at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at askmymompod. We greatly appreciate all your support. Hi guys, so today's episode is actually going to be part two of our conversation with Miley from two weeks ago. In part one, we talked a lot about niching and building your brand. And in today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about advertising and using social media to help build your brand. Um, of course, you can follow Miley on Instagram at Miley Hannah, M-A-I-L-E-H-A-N-N-A. If you have any questions for her or us, you can of course email us at askmymompod at gmail.com. And I hope you all enjoy the episode. To that same kind of point um, on advertising, what? Advertising, I think, is completely different now on Instagram than it would have been maybe if you're advertising for a business like a couple of years ago. What are effective ways to advertise? Is it a sponsored post? Is it partnerships? Is it a cross-platform? Should I be focusing on one platform? In my opinion, there's there's a lot of effective ways to advertise on in, Instagram. Two of the biggest ones would be being a guest on someone else's page. So having someone share your content or shout you out or tag you in a post, because then you are now reaching all of your followers and all of their followers. And someone who's following them could also have a large following and end up sharing your post. So posts that have a call to action on them that bring the audience to sharing it, those are great for advertising. How should we be sponsoring mm-hmm. posts if we want to do, cause I know when I go to sponsor one of our posts, I have the option to just let Instagram or Facebook decide who's going to see it, or I can go in. And I think that goes back to the niching and select mm-hmm. exactly what groups of people I want to see it. But what, how, what is your, what are your thoughts on how we should sponsor posts? The more narrow, the better the more that you can narrow in your demographics and your audience's interests, the more that you're going to get people you want to see your advertisement to see it. Okay. So definitely always go in and do those yeah. extra. Yeah. Always go in on those because otherwise it'll just randomly generate people who are like your followers, but sometimes your followers aren't all your target audience. That makes a lot of sense. So appreciate those that aren't the target, but still target those who... Exactly. Yeah, so if you want to promote your business on social media, the best way to do it is to get people to share your content. This could be through either a collaboration or just a call to action at the bottom of your captions of your posts, telling your followers, hey, share this if this was helpful. It's as simple as that. And people, if they like your content, they will share it and others will see it. And hopefully you'll generate a bigger following that way. So that's all we have to do is put like, share this information if it was helpful on the bottom of one of our posts, which I don't post that much on our social media anyway. Probably need to. So I can just say share it and they and chances are some will. 
Um, if the information is valuable to okay. your ideal customer <laughs> or client, and usually the visuals have to be appealing as well for someone to want to share it. And that's when your brand aesthetics will come back into play again. Okay. Yeah, I think, I mean, the idea so, of just putting the post out there isn't probably enough. It's got to be like obviously a quality post that has something in it that someone would want to share. So we need to make like a like a template. Like so our post is always on the same type of looking background. Yeah, that's something a, Yeah, that's something a lot of people choose to do with their social media is they'll create story or post templates. You really only need about 10 of each and you can shuffle through all of them. That's an easy way to do it if you don't want to provide any type of photography and imagery for your brand. Hmm. Good information. See, more notes. Mm-hmm. This is great because this is like not even in my thought bubble at all. So this is just wonderful information for me, for me, for this, this little lady trying to keep up with you youngsters. Is there a target amount of times you should be trying to post to stay to like the front of people's minds or it's if I'm posting like once every three weeks I imagine that three weeks apart people probably wouldn't remember exactly what we're doing depending on of course like the service or product you're offering yeah I always suggest that my clients always have a live story on their Instagram or Facebook page that lets people know that you're active and it makes them feel more willing to send you a message because they know that you're probably going to respond since you've been on Instagram anyways, and you actively engage on the app. Got it. That makes sense. So that's one good thing there, but regular posting, it depends if you're doing a campaign or not and how much your campaign requires. If you're advertising something that's maybe a higher ticket item, you're going to want to post for it more often. And if it's something that's maybe a lower ticket item that people will buy more easier, you don't have to post as often. I would say one to two times a week. And if you're really trying to push a campaign three to five times a week, but every day isn't necessary unless it's a story post, I would say. I mean, that definitely. So what's the difference between like a regular post and a story post? Story posts are only up for 24 hours, and after that, they disappear unless you choose to add them to a highlight. Oh, you mean on your story. I thought it was like a different yeah. kind of post. Oh, I don't ever use my story <laughs> because I don't like it. But I get it now. I thought you meant like there's different kinds of posts. Shut up, Noah. <laughs> it's okay. Look, you got to break it down kindergarten style for me. No, it's okay. That's why we're here. That's why we're talking about it. You're probably not the only person who doesn't, who didn't know. That's, there's no bad questions. (laughs) Except for the faces you're making at me. (laughs) I mean, I know that you know what an Instagram story is. I I wasn't connecting that dot. I thought it was was like posts that were connected in some way, not on your story. And see how you would think that. Yeah, okay. like you're telling me a story. Like this post leads to this post leads to that post. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Not, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, not everyone grew up with Instagram like we did. 
Yes, I guess that's true. So this is probably going to be a very helpful episode for not even just... A lot of our episodes are helpful for people closer to my age. This one, I think, is going to be helpful for all all ages of our listeners. Yeah, because I do hear a lot of, like, um, the people I help at work, they're always talking about, like, they're doing their side business or their side hustle. Mm -hmm. Even though they have a full-time job, they're all looking for these different things to do. So this type of information I think would be helpful for them with their side hustles. Definitely. And your dad's side hustle and he's on DECA hustle, I think. Yeah. Yeah, And I think it's when you, you know, if you have a good idea and something that you're doing is your little side hustle, that's, and I see it a lot that if, especially on Facebook, I need someone to do like desserts for a party. And so they have their whole like Facebook kind of community in their immediate circle lockdown. But I think this is the kind of conversations you need and the things you need to be thinking about when you feel like you're ready to probably take it to the next level and make it a business, not just a little side hustle that I do when I have time. Well, yeah, when you're ready to actually like if this is something like you have a full time job, but this is where your heart is and you're ready to just cut the cord from the full-time job and work towards following your heart. This is the kind of thing you need to do. These are the kind of, um, this is the kind of help you need to take that, that leap of faith, I think. Yeah. And I think that leads us perfectly into what Miley, like what her business is. So Miley, if you want to share a little bit about what you do and why you think it's important, why we should, why we think we should all think it's important. Yeah, so I work with my clients one-on-one and what we do together is we build a brand that truly reflects their values and style. So they have a brand that they're completely fulfilled with so they never have to go through the branding process again. And so what is that what does that look like when you sit down with a client? Do they come to you when they're thinking of an idea? Do they come to you when they already kind of have started usually? What do you see most often? Um, I've worked with clients that are all over the spectrum. I've worked with clients who aren't even sure what kind of business they would like to start. And we work together until we come up with something that balances their passions and values. I have clients who are looking to rebrand like they went through some branding process five years ago that just doesn't vibe with them anymore and they're ready for a fresh new look. And I also help businesses who, or I also help entrepreneurs who already have their business all set up and they have their product made. They just have no idea how to present themselves on social media. So I do one-on-one coaching with them to help them work through that process and learn all the tools and techniques to have a successful online business. And that's probably the hardest part is if when you know what you want to do, but you just don't know how to get there and how to get the information out. I know that was a struggle for us. It's still a kind of a struggle for us is we knew what we wanted to do, but what, how do we do it? And just coming up with a name was like, geez, weeks and weeks and weeks of conversation and emails and texts. So I think having somebody like you, to guide that would have saved us so much time and frustration. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely say that investing in a mentor is an investment in your own time 
And you should always invest in saving time when starting a business because time you cannot get back and money you definitely can. True. And I think if you have the right mentor, you're going to make way more money than all that wasted time. Yeah. And I think, I mean, and for myself personally, just with like other little side hustles I've done here and there, I think part of it too is when you have okay, I used to embroider these denim jackets and that was like my fun little side hustle. I made a couple dollars on it here and there and I liked doing that, but I wasn't as interested in figuring out all the business aspects of it. I didn't own my own machine, so it was never going to be like my business business, but I just liked making the product. So I think hiring someone or bringing in someone who knows all this information and can give you more of a step-by-step on, okay, we need to be focusing on this. You don't have this together. gives you more of a checklist to get through it than just trying to navigate the worldwide web of information about branding and what it could mean. Yeah. And I think sometimes people get overwhelmed and they give up. Yeah. That's actually, I think when I started that sentence, that's what I was trying to get to. And I lost my train of thought. (laughs) But it's, it's discouraging. I think when you, or if you have a good product and you put it on you've started your Facebook or your Instagram and it's just not going anywhere. It's, it can be really discouraging to not get that traction, but hiring someone who knows the answers would give you the traction. Yeah. The thing that's most important to me and the thing that I focus on the most is creating like that solid foundation that supports you in your business and also creates a space that like you can also grow and evolve in because if it's your business, it's a part of you and it's going to change as you do. Definitely. So so you need to create that foundation and also have a clear pathway to where you're headed. I think that's a good way to put it, a clear pathway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we want to make money. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we do have to spend money to make money. True that. I think a lot of times you have to spend money to make money. There's not a lot of- We just have to budget for it. Yes, but, yeah. you know, we have to have a, a plan and a, a value to, to put work into our budget. Definitely. But then mm-hmm. have that projection of what I'm going to make if I invest this much money. But if you're just trying to build a business, obviously, you know, it's going to cost you money to eventually make money. So let me ask a question. If okay. you... If you were to give somebody one bit of advice when they're starting a new company, what would be that one most important bit of advice? This is a little biased. That's okay. <laughs> I, would, I would say take advice from one or two mentors and that's it. I actually saw on Miley's Instagram earlier today, she posted, don't take constructive criticism from someone who hasn't constructed anything. And I thought that was great advice. That is good advice. That's really good advice. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. As I think like deeper into that, that is really good advice because if somebody is a negative Nelly and they never did anything themselves, Mm -hmm. who cares what they have to say? Yeah. Or they're... Yep. I think everyone has an opinion, but not everyone's opinion matters. Yeah. No, I think that's really, really great advice because, yeah, thinking deeper into that, it's definitely, I think that's good life advice in general. Definitely. Yeah, it could definitely help you from 
it can help definitely protect you when people are trying to project their fears onto you. And I think even in like more of that online space, since a lot of, I think in the beginning of people starting a business online, it does kind of start out with your own personal followers and kind of spreading it there a little bit. And I think it's really easy to get into the headspace of like, oh, this probably looks stupid to all the people that follow me. But it's also like, well, they're living their lives. So you have to live yours and start your damn business. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. No, I think that's great advice. Coming from somebody so young, you're so wise, Miley. Thank you. Thank you. Well, she's the expert. This is her niche. Is the expert. No, this is great information. Like I totally... Like I knew these things existed kind of, but I never knew that there was a specific like job. I just saw the stuff online, but this is way better than trying to figure it out on my own. <laughs> yes. Because yeah, time is valuable. Yeah. yeah, you'd be surprised how many resources have come online these days that help people start their businesses. Oh no. And they all want my money, but I don't know what value <laughs> I get from them. So I haven't given anybody my money. Well, that's not true. Oh, that is not true. We did have our logo designed. That was something that from the beginning I said, we're going to outsource this because I want us to have a cute logo. And what I have pictured in my head, I know I'm not capable of creating. So I outsourced it to a fabulous graphic designer we know, Juliana. And she did our cute little dollar bill folded up like a paper crane logo. And I thought that was... I saw it in my head and I thought it was going to be cute. So... I had someone else do it because I knew it was not worth my time to learn how to graphic design and origami fold a dollar bill through AutoCAD. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's go buy the program first. So no, definitely was way well worth the money. And that's probably a small example of kind of hiring someone to help you start your business and kick it off is I can spend 80 hours in one week trying to figure out what colors look best and how I should be setting up my Instagram or I can spend an hour on the phone with Miley and she can just tell me. Yeah. So yeah. starting a business, you could have the best product in the world, but if you can't get the information out there, it doesn't even matter. Facts. So having the knowledge to create the brand Quit making faces at me. I'm not making faces at you. I'm just making faces. It's just my face. <laughs> now, having the knowledge to help get the brand created, I think is, it, it definitely means more to me now than before we started this conversation because I didn't realize a lot of this stuff even was a way of thinking. So thank you, Miley. <laughs> I appreciate your insight. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I'm happy I could help. We can hire her if you want. That's what she does. Okay, well, you get, you get a quote. Okay. We'll discuss <laughs> offline. <laughs> yeah. But I think I got some, well, and a lot of these notes are going to help me in my, my full-time job because we're always fussing each other about marketing and no, but none of us, we all do different things and none of us do match each other. So you we're guys all kind of a marketing person. No, we don't have a marketing person. We are marketing people and none of us, and we all have our own thing that we do. And every time somebody new gets hired they're the whole program look changes. They become the marketing person. (laughs) Yeah. So they're their own marketing person, but they change everything that people were already used to seeing from that program. So this, I'm going to talk to the powers that be and say, this is what we need to do to become more useful. Definitely. And then then Mm -hmm. also on the podcast. And also on the podcast. 
We wanted to kind of touch on the be- the easiest, most like user friendly. If you're not quite to the place of hiring a brand coach yet or a branding strategist, what are some good apps or websites that you like to use for organization and getting stuff, making stuff look right that are a little more user friendly? Well, my favorite app. You can create your whole brand design and brand mood board on this free graphic design app that comes on both a phone and computer called Canva. I've okay. heard of Canva. Canva is amazing. It's so easy to use and it's free and it even can pick your colors for you if you upload pictures to your Canva document beforehand. Oh, I like that. So if you weren't someone who's very creative or you don't think you have a good eye for colors or creating color palettes, Canva can create one for you. And you can also can create something called a brand kit on Canva and it saves all of your brand colors and all of your brand fonts into a, I don't know, it's software, like a little Mm -hmm. file. It's always easy and on hand. So it's really, really, really accessible and easy to stay on brand. And there's also a whole bunch of fun templates you can use to create Instagram posts, Instagram stories, Facebook ads, invitations, menus, literally anything you can think of. I used Canva when I made Jenna's birthday invitation and when I put the words over our logo for the podcast. (laughs) I've never put everything on PowerPoint and making it on a PowerPoint and saving it as a PDF. (laughs) (laughs) That works too. That's what... That's all I know how to do. I mean, I do that for work sometimes. I'm not going to lie. PowerPoint's an easy but drop and click. But Canva does, from just my small use of Canva, it definitely is super user-friendly. Okay. Now you have to tell me what a mood board is. Oh, I don't, a mood board. <laughs> I don't know. You know what a mood board is. No. Okay. Um, a mood board, when it comes to branding, is a tool that basically just stores all of your brand aesthetics. So all of your colors will be on the mood board. Your brand colors are right there. And using Canva, you can access the, um, I don't know what it's called, the color number. Mm-hmm. All of your fonts are there. And you also have maybe five to 10 images that resonate with the feeling of your brand. Okay. So it's like you're, when so you, you could just keep referring back to it, it's like right there. Yeah, Okay. exactly. And then I think you would use it to like compare the, whatever post you're making, compare it back to your mood board and say like, do these jive together kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a tool to th- keep things cohesive. Got it. Good. And then I know... For photo editing, you told me you like Lightroom. Oh, yeah. I always use Lightroom to edit my photos, and I always use presets. Um, Noelle, I know you know what presets are, but Jennifer, <laughs> presets are basically like really nice filters that you can use on all your photos to make them cohesive and just match one another better on your feed. You can get presets for really pricey from influencers on Instagram or if you're crafty you can go on Pinterest and look up preset formulas for free or you can find some cheaper ones on Etsy that look just as good as the more expensive ones you see on social media being promoted 
Miley actually put me on game with presets a couple weeks back. Those of you who follow me on Instagram can see that. <laughs> can see the change in my feed. And I definitely, I had, I had always noticed it in, well, not always. When they became popular, I started noticing it, like you said, with influencers and then like big brands that all their pictures kind of had that same filter, that same tint to it. But it's not just a filter in like a blanket way. It's kind of, you can customize it a lot more and make it Mm -hmm. the picture look like when you go get your family pictures done and then they go and edit it and they put all that pretty little glow on it and stuff that makes it look like pop. Yeah. Instead of individually going through and adjusting the saturation and the grain and the contrast and the temperature, the preset adjusts all of those things for you. So if you just wanted to change it slightly, you could go back and do that. Mm -hmm. Presets are the best. (laughs) We love presets. (laughs) Well, this is, I feel more knowledgeable now for sure. I feel like I'm ready to take it all on. Great. Or or not, because I still don't have all that time. (laughs) But I, I feel more comfortable. I feel like a little more confident that we could do better. Yeah, I think we got a lot of good kind of tips on just what we should be focusing on. And then I think the next step for not necessarily us, because it's just a podcast, but for anyone getting ready to start a business, or I know a ton of people who during COVID started, you know, since they were home so much, started making things. And I think a lot of people I know are at the point of saying, you know, I really like what I've been doing. I want to do this all the time. I like being home all the time. Mm -hmm. How do I make this my job full time? And I think that you've given us some really good kind of first places to be looking in how to make that a reality. I I have another question. How big do you think you need to be before you start, um, what's it called, getting sponsoring posts? Like, should you do that straight off the bat or should you wait to grow a little bit and then pay for posts? Um, If you're going to pay for advertisements, I would do it right off the bat. Just once you're presence is established once all of your branding has been complete and you're ready to start putting branded content out there then I would pay for it to get a little bit more exposure okay definitely yeah because you want to give people a pretty page to go back to good information see good so Miley if somebody wanted to get in touch with you to possibly use you as a coach or a mentor Do you want to share that information? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, I'm on Instagram. My username is Miley Hannah, M-A-I-L-E-H-A-N-N-A. I post business and mindset tips all the time too. So if you didn't want to get in touch with me, but you maybe wanted to learn more, you can go ahead and give me a follow on there. Yeah, I follow Miley's Instagram, obviously. And she posts stuff almost... I don't know how many times a week. I feel like I see it like probably two or three times a week. Miley's posting something. She's always posting on her stories or on her feed. Great tips on where to start. Kind of those little hot tip for you've got 30 seconds to learn something about your business. I think Miley's a great follow. Awesome. So it's M-A-I-L-E-H-A-N-N-A. Yep. And that's Instagram. Do you have a Facebook as well? No, I do not have Facebook. I don't like Instagram. 
You know what? Miley told me before we started recording too that not all markets live in both in either platform. Some people are more on Facebook and some people are more on Instagram. Yeah. You gotta figure out for your brand where your clients live at. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot that live on Pinterest, LinkedIn, YouTube. You gotta figure out where they're hanging out and then harness that social media. And I wouldn't recommend mm-hmm. taking on more than two social medias at a time when you're starting your business. Ideally, you would only focus on one and then connect one that can be or then and then connect another social media. That's probably a really yeah. good tip. Well, everybody should follow Miley on Instagram, M-A-I-L-E-H-A-N-N-A, and get those little bits of wise, sage advice that she has to share on her posts. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Miley, for coming on today. I think this has just been great. For for me personally, I feel selfish because I've learned so much from you. I We don't even need to post it because I'm I'm happy. I got great information from you. And I appreciate it, but our listeners should definitely, and I'm going to go follow you on Instagram as well. Although I never look at my Instagram, I just use it to stalk my children. I will will go follow you and stalk you as a child as well. So thank you so much. I appreciate you very much. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me on. Thank you, Miley. If you learned something on today's episode or simply enjoy the pod, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to it. To get in touch with us, you can submit your questions via email to askmymompod at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at AskMyMomPod. We greatly appreciate all your support.